You're listening to the Odo's Toes podcast, the only podcast that has its own fancy party hats and t-shirts <laughs> and socks. Socks, yes, we we do love our merch. We have, fa- buys we have it fancy but us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we can't possibly be the only podcast that has party hats. Okay, um, no, we can't be the only podcast with party hats. Hey, by the way, who, who are we? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so we thank we... our listeners. And say hello. <laughs> say uh, you're any. And you are top toes. And this insanity is the uh, much needed return to the two person format of the Oh Those Toes podcast. Yay. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I know it feels like it's been forever. And I don't say I don't the why. much I don't say the much needed return because we don't love having guests. We we love our guests. Um guests are great. I think we're gonna be talking about guests half the freaking episode. But Sometimes it's great to reconnect. And the crazy thing about this episode is, what, two and a half weeks ago, I was sitting on your couch, and this is the first time we're catching up. I know. It's been, it's, it's just it's been, been a, one week since you, yeah, sorry. It, it has been a crazy, crazy week. Um, we've chatted here and there, but did we sit down Definitely. and really have a recap? No. And well, a recap sounds really clinical or ch- uh, fighting to come up with an episode title. But yeah, we haven't, we haven't, we didn't check about, in. We didn't we check didn't, in. We did not check in. Yeah. We finally got a little bit of check in yesterday, just enough to know that we had to really do the check in today. So, but yes, I literally have my podcasting hat on. It's been something I've wanted, something we talked about on the air. <laughs> I'm literally wearing this crazy thing. Uh, this is not a video episode, but you know what? I think I'm going to use it as the um, as the you icon on YouTube. Put a picture, take a picture of, it. of yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yes. So for those it, of you that don't follow closely, we have been talking about how Top Toes was going to make a trip to San Antonio, Texas, Austin, Texas. What did they? What did they? We were informed. Uh, we've been calling it South Texas. We were informed it's actually Central Texas, and then I accidentally called it Middle Texas. So <laughs> somewhere in the Austin San Antonio region, I was many places, and while I was there, I got something I have wanted for a while. It is. It's actually pretty gaudy, but amazingly awesome because it's like powder blue and white with pink and yellow accents. And it is a flying chanclas de San Antonio baseball cap. I made a trip specifically all the way out to the Missions Park, I think. Yeah, you drove all the way to San Antonio. I like the west side of San Antonio. (laughs) Like nowhere near anywhere else I had to be at all. Um, On my way there, I needed to get a cup of coffee. And I put in, uh, you know, the Starbucks finder because I'm a Starbucks diehard, if our audience doesn't know that. And I'm like, okay, and I'm turning up, uh, you know, Alamo Plaza Road. I'm like, Alamo Plaza Road. And bam, my Starbucks app leads me to the Starbucks at the Alamo. And I told everybody <laughs> this, including Texans. And they're like, there's a Starbucks at the Alamo? Fucking Starbucks at the Alamo. <laughs> 
<laughs> got my morning coffee, hung out at the Alamo a little bit, then drove another, like, God, it felt like another 35 minutes. I way the west end of San Antonio <clears throat> to the stadium where the missions play, and the missions alternate identity is the Flying Chanclas de San Antonio, and I got my Flying Chanclas hat. And I think I will literally wear it for every time we podcast until it falls apart or is disgusting. <laughs> I then we'll it, auction it for charity. I'll sign I, it. And... No, you got to keep it. That's like a really good memory. You can't auction it. <laughs> if it got some good money, if we became truly famous and it got some good money for a charity or something, then, you know, you're worth auctioning. Sign it and auction it. Uh, yeah, but... I won't hold my breath. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I keep calling it chancleta. I know. It's not it's, chancleta. It's, it's... I, I expected it because I think I've been calling it chancletas on the air. And I'm not used to chanclas being flip-flop. Usually, in my knowledge of the Spanish language, chancletas is flip-flop. But they, the team is officially the flying chanclas. Now, they don't even translate flying. This is the Hispanic identity of the team and everything I, I got. Uh, shout out to the guy who runs the team store on a random Monday when the gate when they don't have a game day, who's there at 10 a.m. even though he's gonna be lonely as hell. <laughs> but he was so happy that I showed up. I think he had to put on his pants before he opened the door. Uh, but this guy told me everything I needed to know about the San Antonio missions and the Flying Chanclas and the Texas League, and he was the most helpful team store guy I've ever had to deal with. So you have to like. You got a chance to, like, nerd out. Oh, he totally nerded out. Now, remember, I spend my baseball watching time in New York City. New Yorkers are known to be gruff. The guy running the team store is just trying to get 7,000 people in and out of the store before the the opening pitch. They don't have time to talk to you. This guy, granted, it was not a game day, and it was 10 in the morning. (laughs) he, He was awesome. And so, yes, I have my blue and white hat with the flying flip-flop on it. And it's officially, and it is Oh Those Toes Blue. All right. So, but, so I'm going to ask you, though, on air, do you like, did you want this hat specifically because it had a, a, a shoe, a flip-flop on it, and you're a foot fetishist? So this goes back, uh, despite me being a New Yorker, um, my baseball team is the San Diego Padres. And I was flipping around their site one day, found out that their minor league team was in San Antonio. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's out any's way. You know, just kind of a weird connection. Nice. And when I'm looking at their team store, I'm like, oh, they have an alternate hat. Didn't realize this whole dual identity thing that the Texas League has, but they have an alternate hat <clears throat> with a flip-flop. And it just gelled. It's like it's just perfect. Yeah. The the, the flip flop reminds me of you. I remember like the oldest days of your Instagram. You did a lot of posing and flip flops. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a I foot did. fetish joke. It's got that Spanish. You know, you and I have exchanged. Well, I've not exchanged. There's so I don't many have reasons, any stories right? of a Hispanic mother throwing the chancleta at yes. me. Yes, but yeah, I know we've talked I about grandma. I associate that concept with you. And so the hat just screamed any at me the moment I saw it. And then then I said to you, your team, foot fetishism, you get it in like the city where your Latina girl lives. I wanted you to get me one and send it to me. 
Oh, right. Yeah. But it, it, for it made more sense because then not too long later, did we figure out that I'm going to Texas to visit you, going to Austin, going to be in San Antonio. Yeah. And so I made the trip out. The <laughs> I don't think it was that epic. It, it just sort of felt epic because, I mean, I had to come into San Antonio and then I ended up stopping for a cup of coffee at the Alamo. And then it just, it was... <laughs> You, it's it's in the city limits, but it's definitely in the area where you start to see a lot of nothing off the side of the highway. And then, boom, there's this stadium, and there's this goofy guy explaining to me all this stuff about the team. And, you know, like, I'm his only customer for the day, probably, and he's more than happy <laughs> to help me pick out a couple of hats. I did end up, I, I came there for the Chunkless hat. I got a San Antonio Missions hat as well. Um, but, yeah. It, it was just that was that was a fun day. That was the the kind of second to last, really the last full day. It was the day that I separated from you and did some solo stuff. By the way, thank you for the car. Um, and my solo day has this crazy story, which you're not part of, but you were always so much part of the story of me having a flip flop hat and me defining and totally choosing that it is my podcasting hat. So. That's that. That it's awesome. That's your that's our that's your party podcasting hat. I expect you to wear it at the next uh foot party. Like yes, uh, yes. the next virtual foot party. Okay, we don't do... absolutely. Absolutely. So the next <laughs> the next time we are visually encountering each other, I will absolutely be wearing it. And I just stepped <laughs> away for a second to pick up something off the floor, which is a parking ticket. No, I didn't get a parking ticket with your car, like a garage ticket receipt whatever and i didn't mean to save this as a uh memento, a memento? <laughs> but here it is the city of san antonio marina garage receipt number l70 which was where i had to park to get my um starbucks at the alamo god i don't even know where that is but yeah some fucking garage for sure uh it is it literally sits over the river walk does that yeah, make sense? They, everything sits over the fucking river walk, really. Well, exactly, yeah. But I think it, it actually traverses it. It's a spot where there's, like, enclosure over the top. Um, anyway, so when it, doesn't, you go- it doesn't really matter. Like, a, a parking ticket is my souvenir. No, I, I have souvenirs. The funny thing is, all the souvenirs I got were times I wasn't with you. So, it, it like, I've looked back at some of the things I did pick oh, up. Oh, you got, like, you, you got your bracelets and stuff, too, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, I got a new <laughs> bracelet and... Uh, uh, well, you got to take home a really cool magnets. pair. You got to take home a really cool pair of any loves me socks. Yes, yes. I don't know if I consider <laughs> those a uh, a souvenir. And you know what's you funny? I was look. I was like kind of scrolling through my because every now and again I'll check my page to make sure I don't have anything like basically inappropriate. You know, uh, I wish I um, could uh, do. Yeah, that and I, so. All of my reported stuff is from so damn long ago. It's like, uh, if I knew then what I knew now, I probably would have either edited the captions or deleted or archived these pictures. And so I'm getting, like, penalized heavily for the, the sins of my past by Instagram. But I wonder if they suck. take into... He's such a prude. <laughs> I wonder if they take into consideration, like... The fact that it's a it's a post from 2018. Do you know what I mean? Do, well, do they, I like... think they should have to. Because they're responding to a law passed in 2020 or so. No, well, whenever it passed and went into effect, right? All this, 
all of our attacks are coming out of the FOSTA SESTA law. And a lot of these things, yeah, were posted before that was the law. So do they just, do they take that into consideration? Do they go, oh, well, we're just going to remove this post, but your account is not at risk. Well, Because the, the second I see a post removed, I'm like, oh, My fuck. account has, quote, been at risk for about two years now. And... I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want you to lose your 65,000 followers or whatever you're up to right now. Uh, 63.1. And I did, I actually did thank you. Um, well, I thanked you while you had, while your internet was out. Um, but I had been, remember I'd hovering at 63, 62, 9, 63, 62, 9. Um, and you set up that behind my back little birthday thing. And that day, my account grew by about 200 followers and pushed me hard into solidly 63. 63 really? One. Yes. Yes. All, all of my girls shouting me out and I got the follower gain from it. It was uh, it, it was really cool because like one, you just set that up and it was it was such a cool birthday present to come back to a uh, virtual birthday present. But to yeah. all the girls that I work so hard to well maybe i don't work that hard but you know my my goal here you is support, to increase their support. to support to increase their following to help them grow and to know that it worked in reverse was really kind of cool it was it was uh validating so okay so so let me tell you what i had to do for that so i i accidentally know exactly what you did you what? took me out of your um top friends uh, favorite friends whatever and then put a favorite friends only message which i accidentally intercepted from a different account what (laughs) (laughs) and then i kept my mouth shut and then i forgot about it (laughs) what the hell (laughs) you forgot to un you forgot to unfriend my finsta ah wait no i thought i blocked you from my stories no, you took me out of your. By the way, put me back in. You know that green ring. The, no, uh, I didn't the top do friend? that. I didn't do that. Oh, okay. So you just blocked my primary account from your stories, but you forgot. I thought stuff. I blocked both accounts from my stories. You must have seen it through somebody else's. It, precisely. You know what my finsta is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not admitting this fact, but you know the answer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you missed that one. I but did. it doesn't matter because I completely forgot about it by the time, you know, because then it was a, that was so early. You were doing, you were working on that in like March or April. And then. Well, because I did, I wanted it done. Yeah. And you wanted you to even... not be working on it while I was in Texas. Right. That's exactly right. So then we had the whirlwind of Texas and then I came home to it and I'm like, oh, yes. Okay. I, I remember accidentally stumbling on this. It, it was like, it was like stumbling into your parents' closet for christmas in like november ah. seeing the gi joe label but not knowing what realizing you don't want to spoil it for yourself and then on christmas day having completely forgot that you stumbled in and it's actually the goddamn aircraft carrier you know what's so funny is that i went so far as to because then anybody that responded we did a group chat and i went so far as to not include miss bliss in the group chat Knowing that because, I could accidentally stumble on that. Yes. 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 And so I was texting her. And um, and so I, the, I that, that's how much of a surprise I wanted it to be. So I'm a little bit disappointed that you knew already. I didn't um, know what or like I caught one story and went, it, I had that oops moment. And 
I completely managed to put it out of my mind. So it was as big <laughs> a surprise when it happened. And then even having half a clue after the fact going, oh, I remember. Yeah, okay, that, like, the people who came out of the woodwork on it, you know. Yeah, and there was was a few people that, um, there was a few people that, uh, or one person who submitted her, she, like, rushed it and submitted her pictures in, like, literally, like, two hours too late. Like, I had finished the video, and then I logged off. Yeah, and then there was one person who sent me the pictures directly, so I posted them as a thank you. You know, it it worked out awesome. I was so happy to see, you know, that outpouring of love from my people really was cool. There were some people there who weren't normally part of our smaller circle or we were gonna do um we were gonna do a like a full reel with like a gift box and then I realized that it was too many people and there are just some people in our group that just don't listen. So I was like, you know what? Always. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? We're just going to, this is what I want. Like jeans, nude nylons, and, or did I even say nude nylons? I don't recall. If you didn't say it, everybody knew. And then almost all fan signs, I think pretty, I think all fan signs. Yes. The funny thing is Miss Bliss was the non-participant because, well, I'm her photographer. But none of us had a photographer for that. We she could have done her own. She was just we were just busy, whatever. I but no, it. but I um I uh, I asked for birthday signs with your name on them and then just with their name on them just because a lot of the girls don't show their faces and after looking at so many pictures you lose track of whose foot is what, you know? I'm I am still to this day I'm surprised cuz people ask me all the time like well, some people are like, dude, with the amount of stuff going through your inbox and on your page, don't you like walk around with a hundred, uh, yeah, a hard on a hundred percent of the time? I'm like, no, no, I, I have never stopped appreciating, but I am not 18, 16. I'm not walking right. around with a hundred percent hard on just because I'm like on just Instagram. All the time. Picture. Yeah. But on the other side of it, all these years later, I am still damn freaking good about identifying the people we know. <clears throat> The people I know, the people I follow, on their feet alone, which <sighs> allows me to help report all those pages that are stealing. Right. Yeah. I. Can, I mean, you. Yeah, I but I mean, you're, you've, you've got that by... eye as a as a foot fetishist. You you've got a certain like, uh, you know, like you can you can recognize that right away. And if it's very not observant. necessarily a hundred percent the foot. It's the foot plus the photography style. Even the people who change it up with the angles, there's still always a sort of style. There's a there's poses. There's a look. Everybody. I've always envied the people that can have a style. Like I can recognize it. Like kung fu, kung fu candy. I can recognize and you know. Anybody. I could recognize you in a heartbeat. Then again, I'm uh, shall we say intimately familiar with your feet. No, let's not give the audience any crazy. Ideas. Oh my gosh! You know what? How? Come on, we. The whole time you were here, I was getting messages asking about how much you were sucking my toes or sucking the my feet. The entire time I was, I like, was what in the Texas, <laughs> the entire time I was I was in Texas, did I touch your feet for more than five whole seconds? I think that you touched my foot once, and it was like 
two seconds to like point something out. Like it wasn't like in the middle of a conversation. It was I like, think oh, it yeah, was, like I think it might have been in the middle of our live, our Instagram live. That might have been the first, last, and only time I touched your foot, and it wasn't sexual. It was yeah, we were. It, it flowed with the discussion. Yeah, I, I mean, actually I did... touched your feet more in New York City. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But but I th- I feel like we were um, uh, we were supposed to have recorded a ton of content. Oh, we we had the greatest dreams. You know, we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna climb in bed together and record just for a salacious title. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna record in my bedroom. We were gonna lay on the bed. I was gonna put my feet on your lap. And we were going to call it Top Toes and Any in Bed or something like that. Yeah. Or, oh, the best know. laid plans of mice and men. And that's, that's why that's why we're doing this episode where we're uh, it, just catching up with each other. Because, yeah, obviously we saw each other. I lived in your house. I, I lived amongst and as part of your family for a week. And yeah. to, I, I do want to say to all of our listeners, to you in front of all of our listeners how much I appreciate that. And we're not going to go into the details of your family, but I was welcomed into your home and part of your family. And that meant so much to me. We got to my family and I, including extended family, not just like the ones that live here, but we got to get you a, your first, your birthday cake and sing happy birthday to you before anybody else did. Yes, yes. It was it was the slightly premature birthday cake. Um, and that's, I don't know, this is... It, but that was my sister. My, You know, my sister got you that cake. I mean, I didn't even pay her back for it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Annie's sister. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah that was, that's the other thing that, that maybe people don't understand. Yeah, technically, I was back in New York by my birthday. That was that was my birthday trip. That was what I did for myself for my birthday was go see you. And that's not a guilt trip on you. That's just that just people wonder who we are to each other. People assume crazy things. People assume I'm your husband. People assume I'm your uh-huh. side lover. Uh, for a while, your husband assumed I was your side lover. Um, what, whenever I mean, he does call you brother husband. Yes. But, um, but I you're one of... we're family now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and maybe maybe it's a little more brother and sister than anything else, but we're absolutely family. And so, yeah, I wanted to birthday was a perfect way to kind of say this is what I'm doing and nobody questions it. And I'm like, what am I doing for a birthday? Um, OK, I'm leaving my wife and girlfriend going to see my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope neither of them ever listen to this episode. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but when you put it like that. <laughs> no, it was, though, it was not true it was though, because it, it was very good timing. It it made sense. And I could justify the expense as this is my birthday trip. This is right. what I want to spend for myself on my birthday. I can afford the flight. You made it easy. I didn't have to afford lodging. It lined up with Texas foot parties, which we'll get into in the second half. Right. Um, yeah. Was... No, no lodging and even like, you know, no car rentals, like none of that. Like half of the half of our meals we ate at home. Yeah. And I, I, I so... was nice. I didn't even drive your car like it was a rental. If I had rented that, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I drove both cars. Um, 
and then uh, oh, you your did. husband drove me in his car, and he drove it the way I would have liked to drive it, but I was being nice. Your oh. your husband, but he's and I, got a he's got a manual, so that's easy well. That's the to thing. Drive your husband like and I own the same car. Uh, mine is black and automatic, and his is white and manual. Other than that, they're the exact same car, and so I was very familiar with it, very comfortable with it. But I did not, you know, that's not the manual. I have another car that's a manual, but the one that matches that is an automatic. So I could have driven that one like I stole it. I was good. Then I got in the car with him and he was driving like he was fucking Mario Andretti, which was awesome. <laughs> he, he, that guy drives like, like he's 16 and still racing his little like. I don't know your roads that well, and one of the major ones near you uh, is uh, riddled with potholes, and I don't know the exact pattern of the slalom, so I just didn't push it. Yeah, no. I yeah. could have. And in fact, I think at one point I was driving because I picked him up from something, and he didn't bother to switch seats, and he was encouraging me to drive it like I stole it, and I still didn't. Because you're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. clears throat> oh. Okay, well, why don't we, let's take a quick break. This seems like the place for the break. And yeah. when we get back, um, we'll start talking about the people. Uh, well, well, what, the well, friends I've left in Texas. Yeah, we'll get into fetishy kind of stuff. Because right now we've just been two old ladies gabbing about fucking chancla hats and ki- kids and cars and shit. <laughs> but we, we do have fetishy stuff. And we've got a lot of shout outs to give. And um, so we'll get back to you after this. Ad sponsor break. And we're back. And um, yeah, so we were talking, we we're kind of talking for the back forward on my trip. What got dubbed, or well, got dubbed, I dubbed it. I yeah, created my own hashtag because that's what we do. The Top Toes Texas Tour. <laughs> <laughs> but the Top Toes Texas Tour was, was um, it, it caught on. People were like, while it was going on, people were trying to like figure out what we we're doing and and jumping in and um. So the rule of hey, is- but, okay, so okay, I have to just get this out here before I forget it. Um, now you've con- you've consistently made fun of me for living in Texas. Oh, I've consistently <laughs> made fun of you for living in Texas. So let's okay. not give the audience. No, uh, no, no, no. Mostly, we've both lamented that we live. A few thousand miles from each other, right? But, um, if, but I've yes, always been. I've like, made I've made fun of Texas to you, right? Like, like I live like in the red you, state. Yes, what's there to see it's in it's Texas? It's a red state. It's, blah blah blah. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the uh, the fields of nothingness, right? And the tumbleweeds and the cowboy okay. boots and all the fucking do I so, ride a horse so, to work right. jokes? I've never made those jokes. I'm not. No, no. But, I'm j- but I'm yes. Okay. But I, I will totally. You live in a good part of Texas. You've showed me some really good parts of Texas. And unfortunately, there's also an area in between Austin and San Antonio that has that place with the <laughs> nu- beaver nuggets you like <laughs> that is hell. And I really don't want to get into that crazy story. You might preempt and tell that story yeah. when we get there chronologically. You know, I will always tell that story. I will, will ever have to tell that story. So, just like I was talking about earlier with um, going from 
downtown San Antonio and the Starbucks at the Alamo to how far outside of, but still inside of San Antonio with nothing but fields to get fields and a, and a uh, Budweiser bottling plant to get to the, um, the ball field. The same was true between Austin and San Antonio, the middle, the, the dead zone between Austin and San Antonio was exactly what I expected Texas to be. That's, Austin, that is true. Austin, that is true. San Antonio, Austin. Awesome. The dead spot in between has. So, what is the name of that truck stop that you thought I would love? That's called um, Bucky's. Bucky's, where you get beaver nuggets. And two days later, I finally had the beaver nuggets. And these things are like corn pops on crack. They are pretty amazing. <laughs> But you have to face hillbilly hell to get them. And every Texan I know, the ones I've met and the ones that uh, I didn't meet while I was in Texas, they're like, oh my God, Bucky's, yeah, beaver nuggets. I'm like, yeah, they're good, but they're not worth putting up with that place. I just don't understand how you can live your 40-something years and not have a goddamn called Lachi. We don't have those things up here. I... Um, we 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 do have various hot dogs wrapped in pastry of different stripes, but kolaches. Even though we have a big Polish population, not far, I mean, New York City has a, a an everything population, but you know, I can go to little Yuki Town, little Ukraine. I can go to you know the Polish neighborhoods of Northern Connecticut, even Southern Connecticut. No, we kolaches is not on our radar. Um, and so the kolache I had at that coffee shop was sort of a modification. They did it with uh, croissant dough instead of dough dough. I don't know what to call it. Um, and yeah, they're basically really you're right though. They're basically large pigs in blankets. They 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 are large, but I guess with a Polish done, sausage in with the a middle. Polish sausage. Yeah, yeah. So good. And we probably have equivalents, but yeah, no, not, nothing we have up here in the Northeast. Now, granted, I might find some New York City uh, listener who says, oh, you, you're just on the wrong block. you got to go to like East 72nd Street. You can get a kolache. I don't know. I don't know. Never but, in my 40-something years have I run across one. But you have to admit that Texas wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. No, we had honestly any Texas was as good as I thought it would be. I never thought Texas was going to be hell. I would have come <laughs> down. If I, thought it was be hell. I knew that the two major cities we were going to were going right. yeah. to be my kind of place. I, I mean, we did. So have we, a really when good we were time. in Austin, I happened to hit leave for a second, go to the liquor store on my way back. I passed the fire station and their fire truck had a surfboard hanging off the side of it. I'm like, OK, I can dig. I can dig these people. And we had a good time at the uh, the little punk bar that we went oh, to. Well, so that's what I was I was gonna kind of get through a more chronological of Top Toes Texas tour where we got to shout out the people that we saw. Top Toes Texas tour was not about places; it was about people. And so, yeah, um, I got in what Thursday, and that was primarily about getting picked up from the airport. And oh my god, Whataburger! <laughs> shout out to Whataburger. Um, <laughs> You can get a giant hamburger cheeseburger in the Northeast, for sure. You're not getting it at a fast food place. This is the biggest fast food burger 
I've ever had. I mean, you were very pretty fucking ambitious. You were like, I'll take this kind of burger. I don't even remember what it was. And then and you're some like, chicken strips. Because I'm used to the Northeast where like for $14, you get like burp and you're, you need to eat again. Absolutely. Right. So, so like the husband and I look at each other. And we're like, well, all right. I guess, you know, he's hungry. He got hungry. He's hungry when he got off the plane. I. And then I you open your burger and then your eyeballs are like, oh. I put it down, but oh, did it take effort? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if everything is bigger in Texas, the reason is they're all eating Whataburger. <laughs> or I guess it starts with Whataburger is bigger in Texas and moves out from there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So then, so we just hung out and stayed up really late and. Oh God! Drank and smoked. But it was, like it was important because we had two very late nights ahead of us, so I had to get yeah. used to little time zone change. And I'm not quite the night owl you are, and or at least not anymore. Yeah, but also, and I so I wanted to survive Friday and Saturday. So on Thursday night, we stayed up until God. I think we stayed up until three in the morning local time. Uh, about right? may, no, yeah, maybe. Yeah, at least two. At least, at least two. two. Yeah, at least two. Yeah. And that was important. I needed that shift to just get myself on Texas time and be able to survive the next two days. Because then... the next night we had plans. And so now I'm going on the doctrine of it's been posted on Instagram. I can call these people out. So we met up with Alyssa Ray. Alyssa Ray. Sorry. Just kind of tongue-tied. And uh, saw her friend, Eli, who I've been following on Twitch since. Awesome. Shout out to Eli. I love his stuff. Every oh, nice. I'm lit. Yeah, I can't go back to Bang Bang Bar until the next time I'm in Texas. But he DJs Saturdays, Fridays at Bang Bang. No, normally Saturdays. We were lucky it was Friday the 13th. Uh, he DJs normally at, at Bang Bang Bar in, uh, I guess that's downtown. That's the Strip in San Antonio. Yeah, it's a, it's um St. Mary's. It was in St. Mary's Strip, yeah. Okay. And if I lived in San Antonio, I would be there every night of my life. That bar is so my style. Um, <laughs> DJ Eli DJs there, I think, every Saturday. But he's on Twitch doing the same thing every Thursday. And I've been catching him for the, for the uh, past few weeks, having a good time with oh, that. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, made, made uh, musical connections and friends remotely. Um, and it, thanks to Alessa because she does uh, DM me and remind me when he's playing. But you know, I've been, I've been pretty regular on that since I can't. Oh, I would love to be sitting there right now with a with a Lone Star Light in my hand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And like, then okay, so but golfed then... it up on St. Mary Street with uh, you, me, the husband. Wait, you, the husband, me. Otherwise, it's not like he's my husband, but close enough. And Alessa Ray, and we bounced a couple bars there and just had an awesome time. We did. I can't remember how many we tried to hit, but... Uh, we... we tried to hit three. The line was wicked long. We hit two, both of which were doing their goth industrial night. Um, right. And then kept and the party then going. Sat, we fell on the curb and had pizza. Oh, yeah, which I was you not pizza. as bad as you I thought it was going to be. I'm sorry to make that mean sound like, oh, the... Uh, I am so, uh, I bought you all pizza, but it just came out that way because <laughs> you guys have been buying me all week. Well, hell, it was only the first day, but I already was feeling indebted. So I'd, uh, you know, like pizza and 
sat there for a while and they went back into another bar and they went back to the first bar and then kept the party going back at your house afterwards. Uh, good time. Oh my God, we were up so late. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God. And and me, I don't even know. I think you were already asleep by the time I uh, drove Alessa back and came back. Well, I was, I was awake because I was concerned. Like, you know, that's true. Cause I was driving, um, 15 20 miles including some highway in your right. car yeah. yeah but i don't think you're concerned for your car you're just no i just did for you well. like you know gps is gps it works everywhere yeah. it's fantastic no but yeah it was good it's good we, we you know so it was late night that that was that was night well full day one i don't even remember what we did during the day that day not a whole lot hung cool. um we made our shirts Oh god! Oh, wait, yeah, no. We, we no, that was the day we did the epic, trying to get the stuff, trying to deal with the last three companies oh, we that had failed on our shirts. We had fun. barbecue. We had barbecue because went in Texas, had yeah. some amazing barbecue, and dealt with the last three places that failed to make our shirts, and finally got the materials to just DIY it, which was ended up being the best decision. So yeah, then we ended up with a shirt making day. Whatever happened to the video you shot of me that was time-lapsed of me making sure? I still have it. I haven't done it in anything with it. I think I'm going to post it. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So. No, but, but come on. That was, it, it's too long to tell. I'm not going to go through the whole thing with everybody. But let's just say that sh- fucking place after place, shit after shit kept happening with our shirts. And, and you're right. We should have stuck with our original plan. But for but, whatever reason, you know, shit happens. And it, yep. like, pl- finally. We went totally punk DIY on it. And I think we did better than we could have with two thirds of them and have an epic story to tell about, you know, I think the, the most epic story that no one gets to see is us sitting in a, uh, a craft and hobby store that shall go unnamed, <laughs> trying on the blank black t-shirts over our clothes, trying to figure out if it's the right size, even though we've got shirts underneath it, because we're not going to strip down to our bras and bare chests in the middle of said uh, vaguely religiously bent craft and hobby store that we're not going to name. Yeah. Come on. That's a good memory to have. Like Deciding hey, whether or done? not the whether or not the V-neck looked two women's cut on me, which it did. Which it really um, did. I was like, no, finally you can't wear that. Two, just this to pick out two plain black shirts to then go home and do the iron-on transfers on. And then <laughs> we're doing all of that. Um trying to make sure that you know our fetish podcast logo iron-on transfers are not necessarily in view of members of your family right. and <laughs> i think there was 18 members of your family in and out of that house that particular day <laughs> so then we went to goth night <laughs> and then we went to goth night yeah where my fucking tits were like all the way up to my chin you were wearing a an amazing course that yes gave you a, and then you drove which was hysterical because you had yes your chin was elevated by your breasts in the seating position um i couldn't bend i could I not was, bend i was wearing a pair of jeans that i forgot i owned that were literally denim leggings um yes you oh can tell God. my religion in those yeah really oh come on we look fantastic it was great oh time. we looked amazing and, um 
and yeah. went, went out with Alessa Ray and met Eli. And uh, but like I said, if I lived in town, that is the bar I would be at all the freaking time. Uh, that yeah. that that place is my place. It's just my place in a different state. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It so fun. then, it um, Saturday. And, uh, you know, at that point, we're out until four, three, four in the morning. And uh, so we wake up pretty late. Um, was that pancake day? That was pancake day. Yeah. <laughs> pancake day. Yes. The, the, the pancake finished podcast. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there, people. Because <laughs> we're, Saturday, we're almost running out of time. You better hurry. <laughs> I don't care. We'll go 90 minutes on this one if we have to. No, but Saturday was, as I said earlier, um, I made sure the trip corresponded around a texas foot party and all our friends there but we have to back up just before texas foot party because we got to meet our friend diz um, oh that was really awesome she yeah. was willing to come into austin to meet us and we're you know she came a really long way i'm so grateful for her yeah so we met up um, with her hung out had some food had some coffee just like we would expect of well, I wouldn't have expected, but as I think we should know to expect of all our friends, bam, within you know four minutes of the coffee, her shoes are off. We're now in a coffee shop taking fetish pictures. What the fuck ever, because that's us. <laughs> so what? <laughs> that is what we do. Yeah, and I mean, I started with just my phone. I have a really good iPhone. Yeah, and I'm um, I'm then, taking some just to get a different angle because I'm sitting opposite you guys and just my old shitty iPhone eight. Um, and then and then and then you know and then the husband pulls out the professional camera and I'm like you know everybody in here is gonna start looking at us once you pull out the professional camera. It's I think huge. they would have been looking at us once you two were molesting a coffee cup with your feet. <laughs> you know, really. <laughs> but. Dizzy, we love you. Oh my God, it, that that was you know, two of many, many times I'm saying we've made all these amazing friends, and I have to leave the state and leave them in your care and custody, Annie. And you better take care, good care of our friends, because I don't get to see them as much as you do. See you, you, because we keep saying shit like, "What's there to do in Texas? Like, there's no fetish scene in Texas," and blah blah blah. But there really is. I mean, well, they really there's did. amazingly cool fetishy people. Yeah. And you create your own scene. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, so we had to rush out of there because we, we did were not, not too long. And that's even bigger credit to Dizzy because she came out to hang for maybe uh, between dinner and coffee, maybe or lunch and coffee, maybe 90 couple minutes, hours. Yeah. A couple hours tops. And then we rushed off a little bit late to uh texas foot parties and she went home she did tell me that she couldn't stay too long because she had a dog to feed but you know it worked out well and yeah. so 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 glad to have met her and you know that she was willing to drive in to see us you know on our crazy yeah, rush awesome. schedule yeah she was awesome yeah and then we get to texas foot parties and uh I don't know. I was going to say something like it was everything I hoped for and more, but I had no expectations. Well, I mean, you know, we did the first time I, but I'd never been in anything like any kind of dungeony place or anything that fetishy, um, and so it was a really new experience for me. So we did the Texas Foot Party recap, 
you know, after your after I went. Um, so by now you do have a certain expectation because I've already painted a picture for you. I do. And yet still, I didn't quite have an idea of what to expect. Um, and I was asked and happily obliged to, uh, to, to work the party. Um, you know, they asked if I could provide a little bit extra security, which I was more than happy to do because I really wasn't going there with sessioning on my mind. The funny thing is, ironically, fast forward through the end of the night, I went to try to grab like one session just before everything closed up and um, kind of missed my mark and didn't happen. But right. Yeah. I'm not. Well, you know, you were like on work mode the whole time. So I, yeah, really you know, there I, for that. I was, I, I was, I, I hope that I did them well by being um, as professional as I hope I was. Um, but nonetheless, it gave me, you know, being security, you're just keeping eyes on everything. So it was like voyeur's dream. You, you got in the back of your head, you're definitely making sure that you're making eye contact with all the uh, the, the models to make sure no one's uncomfortable. Um, but you're also, you know, you get to, to watch a few scenes and you get to see what's going on. You get to see what people like. And, you know, as this, as the as the foot fetish journalist, it was, uh, yeah, we're going to use that. Super cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> foot fetish journalist. Yeah, I got to see what people were into within the limits of what's legal in a party space. So because of the nature of what's legal in a party space uh, in that state or just the limits they choose to have, you end up with a lot more trampling than I would have expected. Um, I think that people go there specifically for the trampling. I wouldn't have expected that based on the foot fetish party scene that I've the minimal foot fetish party scene that I've come across trampling is not necessarily so much uh, a thing. See, and I, one thing that I don't think that you saw enough of either, I didn't see it this time was um, tickling. I saw a little bit. Yeah. I saw there, a little bit. And when previous parties, there's been a lot more tickling when I did see it because it's a harder, it's a harder type of, scene to keep secure to monitor yeah yeah because you'll see a change in the face of the tickly and it's also (laughs) unlike trampling you know as long as i'm not worried that you know somebody's gonna accidentally kill a patron trampling the power is all in the in the woman's purview right Mm -hmm. foot worship easy tickling the power goes you know the power exchange is reversed and so being there primarily i mean you're providing security for the men as well as the women but you know we can be a bit traditionalist you're providing security for the women more the women are part of it the men are the men can only be vetted to a certain point right so you're, you're paying attention you're, you're worried more about what the men might do so tickling is one of the few things where the power exchange is to the men so that's one where you see a tickling scene and you stop and you watch the woman's facial expression and sometimes it changes and you gotta either wait for it to change again or get some eye contact to make sure that even though they may have gone to a slightly panicked look that it's still with that it's still okay that it's still okay so yeah i didn't see much tickling but the tickling i saw 
I paid more attention to, I stayed and watched a little more. So I did see some really good tickling scenes. And yeah, you can see some scenes where the model's eyes would roll into the back of their heads. And, you know, that's you the know, sign I'm, of it. I'm really grateful that I get to be a part of it. Um, I mean, I, I first of all, it's really nice to help my a friend. Yeah. Um, you know, um, shout out beans. to Phoenix Stacy. Yeah, Phoenix uh, Stacy. And I'll, I'll include in our friends now. I'll include Ed, Lightning um, Studios. Um, yeah, so it's really nice to. And I mean, I didn't know Ed before, but I knew Stacy, and so um, it's really nice to to help a friend. You know, um, I think that for the most part, you and I both are kind of helpful people like that. We are, um, and uh, like funny, at I parties, just did a, I'm uh, always like we're both volunteers, you know. And then at parties, I'm always the one, like even just regular parties, I'm always the one that stays to the end to help my friend clean. Like I'm just always yeah. like that, you know. Yeah, and we did that this time too. We, yeah, we were the yeah, last four people out the door. Yeah, uh, yeah. made sure so, that that place left the way we came into it because that's yeah. that's the way you treat it. Yeah. So, um, so that's you know, so I, I, I initially that was the thing like i wanted to help a friend or yeah so um, i was I grateful too... that i got the opportunity <clears throat> to be part of it in a way that i was helping them do it that still gave me a chance to really experience it and i didn't feel like i had to feel bad if i spent the whole night chilling out and didn't really engage too many people because i was working right. you know if right. if i wasn't working and it was there i might have felt a little off because engaging somebody in, uh, engaging a stranger in foot play is really not necessarily something I would want to do like I said earlier I considered grabbing a session at the very end it was just kind of going to be a, a foot rub and chill and, and bullshit but I wanted to you know that was going to be somebody that I felt like I had, had a chance to talk to and connect with and re- wanted to sort of re-talk to and reconnect with by the end of the party but I'm also and, actually really glad that you were working it too because I wasn't able to give anybody the attention that they needed right. because I was busy. Like I'm busy, you know? And, um, and yet we, as a, as a podcast package got to engage with so many people and we did. you'll find that the, the second half of the 2022 season will be packed with guests that are coming out of that experience alone. We'll be, we'll be talking to those people probably into November as we space them all out. And I, I've got to say there's something like really um, um, like we can really connect. I mean, I, we always connect with our guests, right? But there's something about like the being familiar with them, like, you know, well, their face and you've met them in person. And yeah. You know. And I think coming into that party and I, that's where I really wanted to talk about the foot party, not necessarily, you know, just like, yeah. We, we've talked to and about Stacy and what a great party they run from your perspective. And I will just echo that. But it was more about how many people there had been our podcast guests. That was cool. Yeah. Meeting, meeting Stacy face to face for me. Now, I think by the time we had her on the show, you had met her before, but I had. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I had. Uh... I'd already done the parties and stuff, but yeah. Meeting Jay from Why Not face-to-face. Um, not a podcast guest, but somebody I have known on Instagram and, uh, you know, been involved, uh, you know, in, in different Instagram events and things like that. Meeting Maricelli face-to-face. 
Oh, that was so. That was like a so really unexpected. good highlight of my day. Yeah, because it was just she like was amazing. We just kind of we looked at each other from across the room. Obviously, she couldn't make a facial recognition for me, but I had Viola's toast T-shirt on, so um, she knew who I was, and it was just like, oh my god. I it had been a while that since I had we we were floating in and then not in the same circles and having that reconnection. Uh, so reconnecting with Maricelli and connecting with her in real life was pretty awesome. Super cool. Yeah, she was so sweet. I loved her. And I told I, I feel really weird saying this on the air, but I told her um, she photographs really well, you know, and she is absolutely gorgeous. But she is that much more beautiful in person. It's yeah. really weird. It's really weird. Like I, I don't know what it is, and it might just be her personality that makes me like, yeah, and you know, more attracted to her, kind of. But she, one, yeah, she was. Great. One might call that the demisexual effect. You know, having some connection with somebody just increases their attractiveness. Yeah. No, but, yeah. she was fantastic. She was, was so helpful. It was too. a great opportunity, and we'll we're gonna. I think we can uh, spoil her this one on the air. She will be on the podcast in the I'm not sure when we don't have a set date at all. Um, but she's definitely, she's already lined up for sure. Um, and that that's going to be a special one for reasons that we won't spoil her just yet. Yes. Yeah. No, we'll keep that in the pocket. Um, um but yeah, so we, yeah, so we, Marcy, to... honestly, oh, right. you know, yeah. Marcy and I debated height on the air. Uh, so having, Met her in person. Uh, in flip flops, she is maybe a half an inch taller than me. Put on the heels, and she's the only person I've ever met who is at motorboat height to me. <laughs> you totally should have motorboated her. <laughs> I think she sort of almost forced it. Yeah, she gave me. Well, it was her so hugs funny. Do that. She given me a hug when yeah. I met her, and she was just in flip flops or whatever. And then she gave. Then she came back in her you know we'll say stripper heels for lack of a better thing to, to call her uh, pleaser heels yeah pleasers typical you know pleasers with the heel on the platform and boom i was just like smothered in her cleavage yeah and she holds you there like for a really long time like she is the like she gives the longest tightest hugs and so your face is just plastered in her chest for you know, three minutes. So, so. then, <laughs> absolutely. So then, I yeah. met I met Soul Scream for the first time, and he and I didn't really. We'll say we didn't swim in the same uh, ponds, but no, we, we no, knew of each other. He was. He was. Um, I never you know, had much of a reason to interact with him, and we knew who each other were. But it was so great to actually connect and, and get a feel for who he was as a person. Um, oh, he's such a sweetheart. I, yeah, I, I like Absolutely. him a lot having met sweet him. Heart. I hope he feels the same. Um, oh God, who is our other... Uh... Well, well, then we got to, to um, you know, Rexy. We got to do our... Um... Oh, well, Rexy was a meet for me. Like, never no, really yeah, had No, yeah, we hadn't met her before, but then we got no. to do our first in-person... Uh, yeah podcast well, that, that was absolutely amazing and i'm glad she was she was persistent she was doggedly persistent you were like uh, are you sure i'm like any 
she is, and I, I hate to say this because Mistress Rexy will will fuck your shit up. So I don't want to make her sound desperate at all. But she was in the perfect way, doggedly persistent of we don't have this opportunity again while you're in town. Right. So Let's I record. invited her. I invited her on the podcast. Um, I wanted to have her on the podcast. I um you know, I I'm a fan of hers and I admired her and all the great stuff that goes with it. But I'm going to say, like, I'm really grateful that she was like she wanted to do it in person. I'm really grateful for that because I was like, you know what? Put everything on hold and we'll just do it remotely when you go back to New York. But um, she was like, no, no, we're not going to get another chance to do it in person. Let's just do it in person. So I and, love yeah. that. And, I and love, it, thank you so much. My it God created a first for us. Which, well, we know yeah. was tough. Uh, there, but there's some some off the air conversation that I think could we could mention now. Um, but let's take a quick break, and then um, we'll get back to the rest of all the amazing people from Texas foot parties, uh, and maybe wrap this up, or maybe just go for another hour. Fuck it. <laughs> We'll make that decision in 30 seconds. I don't know. Like, I don't know that anybody wants to hear every single detail of our time together. They're listening, aren't they? I hope so. (laughs) We'll catch you right after this. All right, guys. Welcome back. So (laughs) I know you guys only listen to like an hour of this. But in between, we're always talking. So I almost just forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think our I think our break in between segments for you was thirty seconds. For us, was longer than the podcast has been. Right. <laughs> okay, but you know what? That goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. How we've like not really connected, and the whole reason why we started this podcast. Exactly. We. At no point we're trying to get rich and famous. We just thought it would be a good idea to share our thoughts because we were doing that anyway. And it was like so fucking funny and interesting sometimes that we were like, we should just fucking have a podcast. So and this is exactly exactly one of those times because we haven't had our weekly Taco Bell chat. No. And our podcast hour has been taken up with guests. So we've not really had, you know, this time. And that's why we keep interrupting ourselves because we're like, oh, well, let's take a break and then talk about fucking 20 other things. And we're like, okay, let's take a break and talk about 20 more things. And holy fuck, before you know it, we've been on the phone for three fucking hours. Right. Um, so, But what we were talking about just now. We were talking about know. Mistress Rexy doming us into having a podcast with her while the two of us were in the same space, while the three of us were in the same space. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll... we'll uh, I love how you put that, like, doming us into she, she doing an in-person... Originally, we said she was, like, doggedly persistent. Um, and, you know, it, it was definitely, there was a dichotomy there. Because we got, we got a, a <laughs> very friendly, fun Mistress Rexy from a girl who would normally, you know, step on your fucking neck. Um, <laughs> but I think she worked the Jedi mind trick on us. And and basically... She used her Dom powers She on totally us. used her Dom powers on us. Because <laughs> we've, we've never caved to a guest. Especially, 
I was in town for five days, six days, if you can count my travel days. Right. And, and then we traveled like, no, all no, the way you, to see you her. You have to do this. Yeah. And we're like, we've never podcasted from the same place ourselves, let alone with the guest. Right. And she's yeah. Like, no, and like, goddess knows best because it was perfect it was you know? now <laughs> one of the things that doesn't make the recording or maybe and maybe it did was you talking about i don't know if we can podcast in the same place because we can't normally see the eye rolls i think i, I was know pretty if that good. made it on or i don't on. know but that was that was part of the the conversation one way or the other i don't i think i was good i don't think i don't think i had a reason to eye roll it was nah. such it was different. I don't know. We'd have to adjust to ever be able to do this podcast in each other's presence regularly. We um, would. But for me, though, I think the biggest um, the biggest issue for me was that I forgot that I was podcasting. And it was more like I'm sitting here chatting with my friends, drinking coffee and just fucking hanging out like but like so you just said four minutes ago that's exactly what this podcast was born out of right but i but also in the back and it was yeah but in the back of my mind i always think i have to make sure that we listen to our guests and i have to make sure that i give them an opportunity to tell their story and that i don't you know incorporate myself too much into it but with with having you guys right in front of me I forgot that there's a fucking recording. So I'm pretty sure I almost blurted out everybody's names and like, and everybody's location, the address and home phone numbers on the fucking air. I think you were good. (laughs) I don't remember having to bleep any of that out. Um, And I think, yeah, in a way it got us right back to our roots because it was that casual, comfortable conversation. It did. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was, it was unique. It was different. It was awesome. It, I don't want to say it was a once in a lifetime, but it was a once in the past. Well, I mean, in the like, history of this podcast, yeah, it, and it's going to be a while before the two of us are. I mean, I might do one with a guest here and you over there, and you might and do one with I, a guest yeah, there. I think I'm going to get yeah. one soon with a guest over here and you right. over there. But yeah, all three of us in one place. And it's a shame that you know I don't appear on it because it, it would have felt right for all three of us, but. You know. you know what? Like, as soon as you quit your, we'll, we'll call it your government job. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll do that. Um, also, what we were talking about during the break, um, totally related but not related, is the possibility of us going to the Why Not Awards together. Yes. How fucking amazing would that be? How, how did we not realize This is just the serendipity of us because I was planning an L.A. trip, which you don't live in L.A. anymore. So I didn't even think to bring it up to you. I was just planning an L.A. trip. And I was planning a New York trip in October. And because of that trip, I was like, well, I can't go to L.A. and New York in the same month. It's just not in the budget. And then here we are like, wait a second. I don't need to go see you in New York. I can possibly see you in L.A. That yeah, would be fucking amazing. That would, you know, and I have this, I don't want to call it a dream. It's a silly dream, but it's, it's a tiny little thing on my bucket list that I didn't get to do last time. I want to sit on the curb outside the Viper room. I, I want to have a cigarette at the place that River Phoenix died. Is that morbid? 
Is that fucked up? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I want to. I want to sit there now. I want to sit there with you, share a cigarette uh, outside the the Viper Room on that curb where River Phoenix died. Because just I don't know. It feels like something to do. It, it's it's just yeah. part of my. It's it's part of my world. It's part of you know the world I grew up in. But so the um, I want to I want you to show me some things in LA that I haven't seen, and then yeah, catch up with Jay, get out to the Why Not Awards. That would be amazing. Well, the problem with LA with me going to LA is that I won't I won't be able to do any of that because I have family there, so I have to see like the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles and the cousins. So literally, I would have to plan like one or two dates with you, and that's it. But I'm thinking, but that's we'll the have perfect. the awards. Yeah, so the and why I not know Cam the, Awards? The awards are gonna the awards are gonna be in Hollywood, so it we just meet up a bit earlier in WeHo, and we just go up, grab some uh, coffee in in West Hollywood, and just make our way up Sunset until we're there. So the why not Cam Awards are October thirteenth in Hollywood. So. Um... Let's put that out into the universe and see if we can make it happen and include some of our other friends. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. And we can include that as a sponsorship opportunity. Um, we've never really called for sponsors, but uh, we do have the ability for the most devoted and, and beautiful followers of the podcast to toss a tiny bit of sponsor money on our way. There's a link right there. Um if you think this is something you'd love to hear about on the air, um, or if maybe you're going to be at the Why Not Awards and would love to see us there. Right. You know, we could be your date. We could be your date. <laughs> you know, either, either or both of us, depending on how you swing, you know, like we could be some sort of thruple <laughs> for the night. Yeah. Well. So going back to Texas foot parties, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention... Um, Finally, touching base and meeting Curls for the Girls. Uh, it was it was great to meet him, somebody else. We had not necessarily swum in the same circles, but always known each other. And uh, he's been a fan a lot of, of people the podcast. He has, he has for, from and, day one. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was it was great to to make some FaceTime with him as well. So I just want to to throw that out. Uh, a lot of other people we met for the first time. Um, and as I mentioned, some of them might end up uh, appearing this season on the podcast. Um, but yeah, had an absolutely great time. The next Texas foot party is actually going to be in Dallas. Am I correct? Is that the July party? Yes. And actually their Austin party is in September. I just looked. And then their Austin party is in September. Um, can we say that any will be there? Yeah. Um, it's too Not soon yet, to too tell, to but, but more than likely, like the goal is to always try to make it, you know. Okay. Um, but but uh, Dallas is in June. Oh, Dallas is in June. So, so sometime that's going up very soon. Right. I just can't find a good date for it right now because I can't get well, into my TexasFootParties dot com, Texas Foot Parties on Instagram, TX Foot Parties, I believe, on Twitter. You'll find the information. They're already advertising it. You'll find it. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. Our friends, go check them out. Go support them. We endorse them. Right. Even if even if you're not like strictly a session and public kind of guy, the people that you meet 
Yeah. And the networking is amazing. Like the atmosphere, the energy, the vibe there is super cool. I feel like if you paid your admission and didn't session, um, you know, you're doing a tiny bit of disservice to some amazing models, but I don't think anyone's going to hold you accountable. If you paid your admission and didn't session, you're not wasting money going. No, you're still having a good time. You're Absolutely. having a, a very good time. Just the whole scene is very cool. You know, I didn't have the opportunity to session because I was working most of the time, but I definitely had the opportunity to meet some amazing people. Um, now, I've said on the air, I'm a smoker and catching some people outside, you know, in little breaks was an opportunity to talk to people. And nobody was like, oh, don't talk to me on my break because I'm not making money. No, no one had right. that. <laughs> it no. Was, no one had they... that attitude at all. No one was expecting no one. Uh-uh. a session tip for their attention. Yeah. No. Um, and because they're... of that, nobody was, I didn't feel that anyone was stingy. Hell, there were people I think dropped a few hundred, which you know is pretty much over a what four hour party, almost non stop sessioning, and other people were just enjoying the vibe and chilling out. Yeah, um, having some food, having the, their drinks. The people yeah. who and I'm I'm going to try to be vague in this, but the people who paid a little extra for the VIP, where you got. Oh, that a was a free awesome. session or two. I forget exactly how many, so I'm not going to say you got some free session time, but you got there a half hour early. So, don't quote me on the, on the specifics, but you know, I think that was worth it in spades. For sure, um, because you, they got to be there earlier before anybody, so they got everybody's attention. They got to um, meet everybody without like the crowd, so to speak. And then they there it does include a few sessions, like a few tokens for sessions. And you're right, I, I can't remember how much. But if I was there as a guest in the future, that is the way I would go. Because one of the things that unfortunately disappointed me, um, because I wasn't going there to session, but <laughs> there was zero nylons, and the, the fact <laughs> is. It's we talked. I about was this supposed to have nylons, but I didn't have time to go put them on. But we talked about this <laughs> off the air. The the in and out of nylons is is not exactly easy. I, right. I do yeah. imagine. I I can't speak to anyone specifically. I do imagine that a few of the models probably had a pair of nylons in their bag just in case. They do. But yeah, they do. They have socks and all want, kinds of shoes and whatever. If you want smelly feet, if you want dirty feet, because everybody cleans in between sessions. You got to get the first session with somebody, right? I think because after that they're all disinfected. Yeah. If I wanted a nylon session, I would have to try to get the first session with somebody. So now, just kind of working forward, it how I would do this, I'd get the uh, the VIP treatment, so I could get the first nylon session with somebody who had been wearing their nylons all day in the pre-show era. So, and then get the first nylon session with somebody who'd been wearing the nylons all day at the actual start mark. I'd make sure I booked two models, one in the pre-show, one at the actual start mark, who both <laughs> wore their nylons for me all day. This is, I love this how is you've me. got this. This is my fetish, my fetish. This is how I would deal with that. Now, if you were into dirty or smelly, that's the way to go. That's the way to, to create the experience for yourself. 
Yeah. And we sound like a fucking ad for them, but I we, swear to God. No. They're they, just, they're just, they're, they're our, friends. our friends. They're honestly our friends. Yeah. And, and I we just want them to succeed. Them. We do. We, we totally want, want them to succeed because and they're, they're I, great I, people doing a great thing. And not just that, but you know, this is, you know, it's really scary for people that have never done this before. Like registering, giving your information, signing, you know, all the things you need to do, like going up to the, to the like sort of popular models and introducing yourself. It sounds kind of scary. It can be very intimidating, but I think it's like the easiest way to do it because you're basically amongst friends and no one is going to make you feel weird or left out or any of that. So, and here's the thing. If, if you're serious about, your your fetish and a serious person about you know sessioning with a model with a with a dom this is this is browsing the catalog of what 25 girls were there yeah this is the and every single person there with the exception of me just sessioning so right and well some of them weren't local and and some of the guests weren't local, but for the most part, if you're in the Texas area or you find it's equivalent in your area, this is an opportunity to meet those people, have a, this is the chef's tasting menu before you come back to the restaurant and drop $300. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, so, so I used to be very. You know, if you rewind back to earlier episodes of this podcast, I was very against the commercial foot party. I never really saw a niche for it. I am a changed man as far as understanding where this fits in and why and how important it is to the community. I was just about to ask you that. That's what I was going to ask you. (laughs) I will say that this one did not feel nearly as commercial as I, Other ones? I, well, I, I live in the vicinity of the possibly the biggest city in the world. So if something is going to be a bit over commercial, it's going to be where I am. Right. You know, New York City and L.A. are going to have the most commercial versions of anything. Um, and I'm not saying that you live in Hicksville. No, Austin, Texas, where the, Austin and Dallas, where the Texas foot parties bounces between are large metropolitan areas as well. But this the way this party is run it's very like you said it feels like you're hanging out with your friends yeah it really does they do a great job creating that kind of environment and yeah if that's the way all of them are or most of them are i'm maybe i'm a convert but all in all would you say that your texas trip was a success (laughs) The the only way that my Texas trip was not a success is that we are two and a half weeks out and we're finally getting a chance to just talk about what we did. Um, You know what? It's just so many things like happened after that, like kind of back to back. Like, yeah. And even during the trip, there was so many, there were so many things back to back during the trip. So Texas football is Saturday. Sunday, we were just wiped out. And also, there was a flat tire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot about 
about that. So Sunday I was like, was why didn't we so do anything low. on Sunday? We didn't oh, do anything on God. Sunday because the car had a flat that had to get repaired. But it gave us a chance to just unwind. And at one point, literally, you are falling asleep onto your husband and your husband is falling asleep and drifting towards me and I'm just watching the goofy Batman movie we all chose to watch together with like a sleeping couple leaning on me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, you welcomed me into the family and I was just part of the furniture. (laughs) And then Monday was my, my day out solo. To, to go have Alamo Starbucks and get out to the ballpark. And then actually that's the day that we drove into downtown San Antonio. No, not downtown, uptown San Antonio um, to meet up with Rexy and record what was an amazing episode. So um, if you haven't heard this, go back to, I think, episode yeah. 319, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, you'll you want to get wrecked by Mistress Rexy? Forgive me if I'm screwing that title up. I created it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> listen to or watch that episode because, uh, you know, it was worth the badgering. It, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. And then, and, um, say, and then we didn't I thought, have a whole like, lot of time because I was on a plane. Yeah. What did we do? Nothing. We just. We chilled out. Oh, we went out. live. We, d- we chilled, we went live. We just- oh, we went live on Facebook that day. Uh, Instagram that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We went live. There is actually a 20-minute uh, portion of our drive to meet Mistress Rexy where we uh, went live on YouTube. And that's that's available on all the platforms as well. We've uh, backfilled that. Uh, driving with us. That was... And driving with us on the way to Rexy was, for you and I, the most you and I together time we had the entire trip not not that we weren't together but solo you and I right yeah makes sense yeah we were just around a lot of people and doing family things and doing which busy things you know no there was nothing absolutely nothing wrong with that just when you look back and go we didn't get a chance to to wrap afterwards we understand why. And that trip was a whirlwind. Um, it was Thursday to Tuesday, so it wasn't even a complete week. Uh, and we packed so much into it that the opportunity to to chill out and understand and, and talk about, you know, oh, I was how exhausted. we felt about things. I was exhausted. Yeah. It, it was exhausting. And I hope that doesn't make it not worth the trip for me. No, God, no, not at all. It's amazing. No, it was it yeah. was a great time. And we're we're skipping. Which day did we have the second birthday cake and Zoom call? Oh, that's right. Friends. We were on the phone. We were on the virtual. We were on a Zoom with our friends for three or four hours. Oh God, getting nauseous because the <laughs> iPad Pro tracks. <laughs> that was awful. You, me, and, you, me, and uh, bottom drawer are sitting on the same. I don't know if we're on the same love seat or on the love seat in one chair. And anytime any of us moved, the freaking iPro, iPad Pro would track. And I, if we weren't getting nauseous, everyone we were zooming with was getting nauseous. Oh, yeah, no, I, I was like, no, we can't. Like, I can't have that. You got to turn that shit off. Like, oh, uh, but yeah. So yeah, that was um, that was the second birthday cake day. Um. 
Yeah, it was it was a great trip. Uh, if we can replicate a quarter of it in L.A. in October, that would be amazing. CJ and the Why Not crew again, meet more of the Why Not crew again mm-hmm. for the first time. That would be amazing. Yeah. Goals. Let's put it out there in the universe. Yep. I'm going to bring the hat. I'm going to, since there's a lot of blank white panels on this hat, I'm going to have people who've been on the podcast start signing the hat. I wish I had thought about that before now. Oh, yeah. Well, hindsight. Hindsight. Oh, it's okay. That just means Rexy has to come up to see us somewhere. Well, she can see you anytime, but I'm not sending my hat down. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for today. Um... I don't know that anybody is masturbating today. No. We're going to do the opposite. We're going to do the Johnny Carson ending. So, Annie, where do we get to see you next? Um, I Here in my happy little home. <laughs> okay. So, in June... No, Texas, I've got... In June, I've... our friends in Texas foot parties will be in Dallas. You won't. Uh, September, they will be back in Austin, and you're hoping to be there. Yeah, I yeah, I'm. Um, you know, publicly speaking, uh, the next thing that you can probably see me at is going to be a Texas foot party. So, for uh, for me, um, so on, I believe the 18th in New York at the club called Paddles, I will be going to a party called Bedlam. Really excited to get back into the fetish party scene. Um, so, you know, if if you're listening and you're from that area and you feel like, well, I mean, I'm trying it out for the first time, but I know some people who have told me it's an amazing party. So I'm looking forward to post-COVID getting out into the scene and getting out to Bedlam. Um, you want to take a bigger needle in a haystack stab. Uh, the following weekend, I will be at Manhattan Pride. Uh, which is, I believe, the East Village this year. Last year it was the West Village. Um, yeah, the, I can't take myself seriously talking about public appearances like we're some sort of celebrities. <laughs> um, uh, the only public appearance that people need to hear out are ones that are fetishy and they might want to be at, and you might yeah. want to, you know, grab so, a beer together or something. Exactly. So these are yeah. the uh, bedlam in in. Uh, I believe that's actually in Chelsea uh, on the 18th of June and the following Saturday at uh, Pride in East Village, because um, we know that's important to me. Uh, these are things you should go to, not not just to see top, but just to, to go to. Just to be are, at, yeah. Hell yeah. Th- these are things to be at that, that I endorse. Um, yeah. And with that... Thank you guys so much for listening to us and sharing our journey with us. Oh, you know, one thing that I did want to get out there is I know that we have a lot of friends that listen and we, while we have not formally and officially invited you to be on the podcast, we love to chat it up with. Oh God. Yeah. Anybody and and anyone and anybody that new new friends and old, like we said, we're bringing some people on, um, Definitely, if we talk to you at uh, Texas Foot Parties about being on, we will get you on in the summer or the fall. Because, wow, we're 
time is getting ahead of us already. Yeah. Um, but if we've known you through other means and you think you'd like to, I know a lot of people. You know, friends of ours who just don't think podcast is for them. A lot of our friends have been on, but if you know us and we haven't specifically asked you, it's not because it's kind of because we've probably been a bit too shy to specifically ask you. So, well, you know, one thing that I just don't like to impose myself on anyone. Yeah, it's, it, it you know, I don't like want you to feel, for, I don't want anybody, anyone to feel obligated ever. So sometimes I just don't ask, like if they mention it or if I mention it, then I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah come on. But um, sometimes I don't want to, like, harass all my friends to be on the podcast. But, I mean, yeah. What better <laughs> guest for all to your podcast to our podcast family than our fetish family? And so, right. you know, if you've ever had the inkling, just yep. reach out. With, so for all your you. podcast needs, and those toes. If, if we don't know you, then all we ask is you go to ohthostoes.com, uh, click on the Be Heard link, record us a little bit of something, telling us what your kind of angle is, and uh, you know, just making sure that uh, we can understand you. And that's that's really the best way to. I hate to say audition. That sounds really pretentious, but you know, the the best way to prove to us if we don't know you that you're kind of serious about it, and we've pulled a couple guests that way for certain, is if you click that link and you're willing to talk a little bit. Talk for 30 seconds to 60 seconds so we know you're serious about it. And Yeah, because we we do get a lot of requests, and while we would love to have everyone on, we just can't. So we use that as a way to kind of weed everybody out um, that's serious about it. So It's a way to vet if we don't have a way to know you otherwise. Certainly. All right. So for those of you awkwardly masturbating to our voices right now. Stop. You don't get to come this time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.